Madeline Quigley. And I'm Emily Quinn. And this is Young and Bereaved, a podcast about grief. Yeah, you should be a lot closer. Oh, really? Yeah, it sounds way better. Okay, I will. I will then. Sounds more like a podcast. <laughs> more like a podcast. Is that what this is? <laughs> remember when is we used what... to do that? Remember that? <laughs> hey, baby, we're here. <laughs> we're back. Quinn, I want to give Quinn a hug so badly right now, but we're not <laughs> near each other. If I could do anything, it would be just give you a fucking really long <laughs> hug. Jeez. <laughs> My vibes are so sick right now. Your vibes are... (laughs) The way you removed your headphones when they weren't working was the sassiest headphone removal of all time. Wish it had been a gif. I was pissed. That is one way to describe it. It was like (laughs) the energy. I could feel it from... I know. It's like I'm like, there's poison inside of me. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, it's palpable over video chat, which I didn't actually quite realize was a thing with like vibes, but now well, I know that psychic mediums give readings over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. All you need is just incredibly toxic vibes, and someone can feel it from... <laughs> present and accounted for. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to give you a hug. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um. So, like, so I was thinking this episode we could just like sigh for about 15 minutes mm-hmm. um, and then put it on the air, would be put it, it on the web. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> I can okay. come, you could groan. Yeah, I can groan um, with my voice from my hangover from hell yesterday. I'm just, uh-huh. I can complain about that, and you can complain about, I don't know, like your dead mom. And, uh, yeah, well, we wanted to record even though. We've gotten really good at not recording. We were like, interrupt our regular scheduled. Yeah, wait, we interrupt our regularly scheduled not having an episode to have an episode. episode. (laughs) No, truly. (laughs) We both were like, it'd be so easy to not, but like, should we just do it? (laughs) Should we be crazy? (laughs) We spoke about recording the way we normally speak about skipping. We're like, should we... I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, we probably. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Honestly, because Naga, I I was even like earlier this week. I was like, if you don't want to do it, like I'll even record like fifteen minutes by myself. Like I was I was about to do like the absolute bare minimum just to have something this week. No, I would have. I also like on Thursday, like I would have driven over to your place. I was like ready to drive over to your place and record. And then we like dicked around on FaceTime for 45 minutes and then didn't mm-hmm. ultimately didn't. But I totally was like, I'm ready to come over and do this thing. I don't even remember Thursday. Yeah. Well, okay. that's fine. Monday. It's oh yeah. Surprise, surprise, everyone. This is coming to you. Oh God, it's Sunday. <laughs> Sunday night. I revealed that we're recording on Sunday. Not just Sunday, six fifteen on a Sunday. Yeah. So this is yeah. going to be perhaps the rawest episode of them all. Very because raw. I... <laughs> we're coming to you from I don't know three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, guys. And then when we, the only issue, well, there's a lot of issues with recording this late, but the issue with recording this late is then when we try to record the next episode in like two days, it's like, didn't we just yeah, fucking do right. this? Right, because we do weird. that so much. We do that. <laughs> Listen, I think that it was a fool's errand to assume that we would have like a consistent every single week format immediately. I yeah. think that it was going to take some figuring out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because we're both fucking traumatized. So, like, uh, yeah, I, guys, uh, if anyone's I'm... out there, we we <laughs> haven't been recording because we are unwell. Like, w- things haven't been good. Both of us have yeah. been really bad, and uh, that's actually the only reason for like posterity. We were like, we should record something just to put it out there yeah. that like shit ain't good. Like, that's kind of the point of this podcast, and it's like, holy right. shit. Like, I feel like it's, I said to Maddie, like, I feel like it's been so abstract this whole time. Like, the suffering has been, like, off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to, like, be in it. It's, like, obviously super easy for me to be, like, chipper and, like, joke about it and, like, observe it. I'm super good at observing it. Yeah. Um, But being actually in it is a lot harder and i feel like that's not that's something you hear a lot less you know from you i mean honestly from you like yeah i i feel like normally you're like on the podcast you've been able to be so cerebral and abstract about grief but you're in such a place from what you've shared with me that i don't even know if you if you wanted to laugh it off right now you would be capable of doing that yeah yeah all i have is like um what what they describe in novels as a dark chuckle (laughs) you know when someone chuckles darkly yeah (laughs) oh yeah those are the books i read too that's all i got (laughs) and even that is like a reprieve yeah um like speaking has felt like heavy Mm -hmm. recently like i feel like the other day somebody asked me to like explain something astrological and it was like every word out of my mouth like felt like a weight. Like I yeah. had to like take breaks for air in between words, you know? You could feel um, how each word was draining you. Like you could feel how the energy it was being like depleted. Teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it it was the search for the words. I don't even have the energy for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually I love searching for words. Yeah. Yeah, you're quite good at it. That's that's so interesting. Yeah, that's what I feel like when I'm depressed. So Well, okay. Here's the other thing is I stopped I started taking Lexapro like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't refill my prescription last month. So my body's a little wacky, I think. Mm-hmm. Um from like being off of it going on it for two months and then being off of it again mm-hmm. i feel like that's definitely messing with my head a little bit that's something um, that ain't nothing yeah yeah it's not nothing um and then i haven't even said this yet um my my anniversary is july 16th yeah so today's the 11th and i've been a fucking wreck um mm-hmm. for like about a week and a half two weeks now um respond like my body is responding before my brain is like Mm. it's been a very visceral thing um 
like, you know, for months I felt like I couldn't cry at all. Mm-hmm. And now it just like comes unbidden. And it's these like meltdowns that I have not had since last July, like that level of like sobbing. Um, like sometimes triggered by something that I can't even like, I'm sure that my body like senses whatever, but like it's intellectually, like I can't even put my finger on what the yep. trigger is a lot of the time. Um, and it makes sense. And it's like, it's like validating that it is happening at all because like knowing myself, like if this weren't happening, I would probably feel crazy and shitty in a different way. Um, like for not breaking down. Um, but you have a lot more experience like being in this place than I do. And it just feels like sunken. It's not a good place. It ain't, it ain't fun here. But I almost feel like I don't know what your experience is because you are approaching that one year anniversary. And it's like, I, that place is so familiar to me because I've spent so much time there over the past year that when it approaches, I obviously don't enjoy being there, but I understand, you know, I know where to hang up my coat and I know, mm-hmm. you know, what I need and I know that it won't last forever even if it lasts for like a week or two, I know that it doesn't last forever. And maybe it like hangs around a little bit in the background, but like I'm more comfortable with it. Those early days when I first was going there were just really bad. And if that's kind of where you are, um, you know what it is? not you know insubstan- insubstantial. What? I just realized that um, a lot of the times that I would melt down back then it would be because I was feeling what my dad was feeling yeah um or because I was putting myself in his shoes Mm -hmm. or because I was considering the bigger picture of the loss and it's like only this week that I it's really only this week that I've started to feel it personally Mm -hmm. really because you know it's funny like everything's going great (laughs) Like, like, I'm not being facetious. Like, in my life right now, like, a lot of shit is on track. Like, and the same is happening for my brother, and the same is happening for my dad. Like, I was on the phone with my dad the other night for, like, 40 minutes, and we were just talking about how amazed we are, like, looking at the three of us right now and the, and the genuinely, like, awesome shit that all of us are doing right now and, like, the people that we're meeting Um, And the experiences that we're having are, like, positive, like, just purely positive. Um, And that makes me so fucking sad in a new way. Just because, like, this is a new – I can tell that I've started a new chapter of my life. And – that new chapter happens to coincide with nearly the one year anniversary and all of that together. And like the fact that we're hitting this marker of a year and the fact that she's being left behind in that yeah. old version of my life means Ugh, that right. she is a memory now Ugh. and no longer a participant. Yep. 
and she was a participant up until recently, I think. Yep. Yeah, that that particular thing you just said about her being a memory is also something I've been really struggling with lately, like sobbing, repeating to myself, like, one day she's just going to be a memory, like one day, and that's what you need to adjust to that thought. You need to, like, be comfortable with that because I fight it. And that's when I, like, oh yeah, no, I, it makes me feel like a toddler. Like I want to argue. Yep, with you, you argue with that. it. You're like, no, 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 yeah. no. She's not going to be a memory one day. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. She's still, she's still, she'll and then, always be front and center. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no, no. It, I, it won't. You know, we, we won't move further from when she was here. No, 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 no. Like, and then only recently have I been like. So all the other shitty stuff you've had to endure, you also need to start learning to endure that. That is just the truth. And like, you got to learn to accept that one too, that she is going to become, I wish there was a better word for a memory. Like, cause it isn't, she isn't just a memory. She isn't like, it's more than that. Like your mom isn't a memory. Like your mom has given so much to you. And when I say like your mom, I mean, abstractly, like me and you have so much of our moms in us. Our lives are still, still so influenced by our moms. The people around us are still so influenced by our moms. Like the way we will live is still so influenced by everything. So it isn't just a memory because her presence, both like in a like energy, otherworldly way. And then also just her like legacy is, is so present. I know that that's true, and you know that that's that's true, but we all also both know that that's bullshit. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd just rather have her. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's bullshit. I just, I, it's, it's bullshit in the sense that I'd like a word other than memory, because my mom really is more than a memory, but at the end of the day, like, she's still not when here. I, w- no, when I say that, what I mean is, like, how we've talked about, even if there isn't some kind of afterlife, like, it's still never gonna be, like, me and her on Earth again. No, yeah. And, like, if that's what I'm missing, like, there's nothing that will ever replace that, you know? It's been bothering – that's been bothering me a lot, but then I've been like, wait, what if it's better? Whatever it is, like, what if that is, like, a more comfortable place than what this was? Because this place sucks. Oh, my God, it definitely is. It, like, for sure is. And we're going to be laughing with our moms that we ever wanted to be, like, at TGI Fridays with them again. Why that came to me, I've never – my mom wouldn't (laughs) fucking step foot into a TGI Fridays. Why I said that. My mom like chilies. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was so uptight about food. Like, couldn't – one time I took my mom to a Jimmy John. She acted like I was taking her under a bridge to eat. She was, like, so disgusted. (laughs) acted so much better than it my mom had like salt in her purse that she brought out to season the actually i don't think she ordered anything my mom like couldn't even like play ball like if she was in a situation and she didn't like the food she just like wouldn't like just wouldn't anyways so when i say tgi fridays it's like my mom wouldn't have stepped foot in there unless she was at an airport (laughs) but anyways i digress the the it's 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 rough it's it's yeah i just like really miss her like as a daughter for the first time mm-hmm. like maybe for the first time you know because i've been so separated from it the past year 
and it's like now I'm in a place of stability and independence and mm. like getting to know myself and like really liking myself and like and I wish that she were here for that and I yeah. just really miss like laughing with her do you want to tell your yoga story <laughs> I can't give all the context because I just can't but uh the other night I was um, doing yoga in the front room of my apartment, which is like almost all windows. Um, and I really needed it. I was really sore that day and just like really, just really tired in like every way. And I knew that I needed to like really sh- release some shit for my body. So I pulled up trusty yoga with Adrian. Um, and I did like a, a practice called savor, which I like knew was going to be what I needed. And it was like a lot of deep hip stretches and just like holding positions. Um, and anybody who's ever done yoga with Adrienne, like you know how soothing her tone is. And if you haven't, I highly, highly recommend. Um, but I was just like um, doing my stretches, looking out the window, and there's this huge sycamore tree that all the leaves kind of cover up the windows. And as I was looking out them and like holding a pose, this bright red cardinal landed on a tree branch right outside the window, like looking straight at me. And uh, I was like, Oh, cool. It's, you know, I know that I'm like supposed to think that that's a sign, uh, but like cool bird. (laughs) And then it stayed and it stayed and it like hopped onto another branch but was still within sight and was kind of like had its its head cocked at me and i i i it looked like her like the (laughs) this cardinal just like looked like my mom like i don't know i don't know how to describe it like she had this cropped pixie cut and she had like (laughs) such a such a discerning like the cardinal had the cropped pixie cut it was so, I don't I don't know Maddie. I just Hey, like listen, I'm here for this. I just yes. I know you are. I know. This cardinal looked like my mom, okay? Um <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well that's like okay. Well, that's odd. It's like been sitting there for a long time and it does kind of like remind me of Brenda." Um and I went down into um like the final resting pose just like on my back. I started to cry. And I thought of, um, I thought of something that I had learned earlier in the day and it was a horrible, like bewilderingly tragic story about our like friend of a friend's dog. And me and my mom had had like a shared experience with this dog. So it was like a reference point for us. And the dog died in this like horrible horrible tragic way and I was thinking about it on the yoga mat and I started to laugh I bursted out laughing and I was crying at the same time (laughs) and I just knew that it was like I knew that it was one of those things where (laughs) I would have told her that (laughs) we would have 
we would have started laughing and we would have felt so <laughs> terrible about it. And that would have made us laugh more. And like, I, we would have egged each other on. And it felt like that was happening as I was laughing. Like, I could like feel her laughing with me. And I forgot what that felt like. And I forgot that that was like the majority of our conversations together. At some point, we would be like cracking up. And I just really forgot. I forgot how much I missed that. Fuck. God damn it. So. I haven't, and I hadn't, I've never had that. I had never felt that. Like, that's. So I got up and called Maddie immediately. <laughs> like, immediately after. With a cardinal, of course. <laughs> cardinal on my shoulder. <laughs> when you initially told the story i had pictured it that you were like in some intricate yoga pose like upside down <laughs> and you like made eye contact with this cardinal like while upside down yeah on my head yeah it was it's nice to think though that like i don't know like you had had this had been in like a not great place prior to this happening and that you had though it was bittersweet like i don't know just kind of like a comforting interaction with your mom while being in a, <laughs> no, it was, a rough it was week nice. it, it actually yeah. was it was yeah. nice like i felt like i was laughing with her for a minute yeah like after like a tough week like after a tough number of days to like have a moment like that yeah I also feel like once you start having interactions like that, I feel like you start having more and more of them. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like some kind of fucking portal is opening up inside me because this has been me for like two weeks now. Yeah. Also, grief is quite physical. Yeah. Also, grief is just like a physical. Well, yeah. And like part of it is that this is like a trauma anniversary. Like, and your body knows. Like, your body just fucking knows. So true. When that's coming up. Um, And so that's been like kind of honestly fascinating um, that like my body knew it was happening before my brain like gave, gave me any cues. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't something that I was like ruminating on. Um, I just realized like oh I've been like breaking down in my car a lot oh like look what time of year it is you know like it's mm-hmm. not a coincidence Nora McInerney talks a lot about that yeah on terrible things for asking and I even kind of had that this week like I it was 4th of July which is a holiday I don't really give a fuck about but Oh, yeah, you had a really hard time. I had time. a really, really hard time with that. And it started, like, days leading up to it. I I don't know. I'd been, like, really bad. Like, really bad. Like, haven't been this bad in, like, <laughs> a year. Like, bad shit. And the 4th of July, I just, like, was able to identify, like, there's just something about a holiday weekend that it used to be just, like, a nice thing to be doing nothing and relaxing with my family. And now the idea of like unstructured family time 
is nothing mm-hmm. but that's so dangerous it's so dangerous and it is nothing but a giant glaring neon sign about what the state of our family <laughs> Look who's is missing now. yeah yeah and like fourth of july in particular like just my mom you know like liked you know having a night we just would have a relaxing like family pool day or whatever and yeah. like i yeah i did something with my family and it was like 7 p.m and i was just like I just want to go to bed because I need, I will feel better when I wake up tomorrow, but I can't go to bed because it is 7 PM and I will do anything to just go to bed right now. Like I would give anything to just leave this party and go to bed because I need this day to be over. But I've been feeling like that for days and I didn't even fucking get it. And it was like my body being like, (laughs) yeah, this weekend's coming up and it's going to rock your world, bitch. Yeah. 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 Is there any way that I could support you that you would think would be helpful? I don't think so. Answer my text more, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) No, not even that. (laughs) Yeah. You answer your texts enough for me. I really try. I really try. You do. I think I got, I'm going to have texting on my laptop soon. I think that's going to be big for me. That'll be huge. That'll be really big. Um, you'll, be able, you'll be able to type with a full keyboard. That's It'll feel like everything. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. I think oh, the... the mean, like, no, you the, know. Like, what, what could you do? Like, what could you possibly do that's for me? My, that's why I'm like, I asked in a... Like, is there any support thing you need? Because I there's this is a huge glaring issue that I guess like this ties into my recommendation for the week but I've been listening to this incredible grief podcast that I can't wait for you to start listening to but I incredible grief podcast the way I just described it makes it seem like it's like some helpful self-help this is like an (laughs) acid trip of a fucking grief it is like (laughs) me and you at our looooniest times 50 that's what this podcast is and it's incredible yeah it's it is oh my god it's like is it two people three people they're all funnier than us and (laughs) more dark and like more it's incredible i'm like this is a better version of our it's truly just a better version okay i'm now i'm just like giving my recommendation for the week but wait (laughs) we've already segued it's recommendation corner but on the podcast um well actually i heard about it because they were on a different grief podcast that i listened to that is really like by the book self-helpy and that one's called grief out loud and it's run by like a children's grief center in portland oregon called the dougie center and whatever but they have a podcast and they brought these other people on and through their interview they said something i've been thinking about a lot which is like how when you talk about losing someone so young like we have you're like oh my god like so and so gets 30 more years with them like let's say their mom Mm -hmm. dies and they got 30 more years with their mom but also they said this and it like rocked my world it's like that person also has 30 yes less years of living with the pain of loss and it's like Mm. not only do I not have my mom it's like on this earth I'm living with this giant weight for so much longer than other people yeah and that's what it is it's like and that's why you become a different person like you just can't carry that without changing oh yeah i mean 
I think that, I think, I don't know. It's obviously so complicated, but I, I just, I hesitate to say it, but it, it does feel like a gift in its own way. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. That actually kind of relates to the other thing I was going to bring up this week. And I will, I have quotes from both of them that fit, <laughs> but I have had this email from Sadie that I've been wanting to read for a really long time. And Sadie put it so eloquently in one of the emails just by saying, my mother dying was easily the worst thing that's ever happened in my life, but at the same time, it's made me the best version of myself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long it would have taken me to reach that point had this awful thing not happened. I'd give anything to have her back, but I don't really want the old me back, if that makes sense. I agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got snapped out of a daydream. Uh, well, for me, it was like I was coming off of this like three-year New York City like acid trip, like yeah, that, that good life, mirage of life, like yeah. gallivanting around with my best friend, like, and then, and then everything threw a bucket of cold water on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I just have better perspective and everything and i'm so grateful for it but i think the thing that's been really fucking with me lately in terms of why i've been so unwell is just because of the foreverness of it i think is just the like the like this isn't going away she isn't with longevity i hate it i just i hate looking at that road ahead of me and i'm like i got the whole life ahead of me and my mom won't be in any of it ever Mm -hmm. again Aren't you guys glad you tuned in today? If you're still here. Okay, let me read this email, though, because I just um, foreshadowed it. But basically, I've been wanting to talk about this. This was an email that we got on June 2nd. So it's, oh, no, wait, the first one was much earlier, May 31st. So, no, that was even, it was before that, I think. Uh, So this was in response to our grief dreams episode. If you remember, we, like, asked people to send in our grief dreams. Yeah. And Sadie, who's a listener that I've been bringing up this email for several weeks. Yeah, I know. Sent in like this wonderful email describing um, like really special grief dreams and all this stuff. And the thing that I was like, I read the whole email and obviously it was so touching. And I was like so honored that Sadie shared all this with us. But there was this like line in the email that like really resonated so hard. And I had never, it had been a feeling I'd felt for so long, but I'd never brought up to anyone. And when I read it, I had to, I say I immediately emailed Sadie back. I emailed Sadie back about 10 days later, but immediately for me, that was just rapid lightning response. (laughs) So I said, oh, in the email, Sadie said, I feel I felt like my mom left me some of her energy. The energy she left with me feels like a cell phone that only she has the number to and I can dial in when she wants to talk up to me or or she knows I need to talk to her. I feel her energy the most when I'm asleep in the middle of the night. I wake up and have the strongest feeling that someone is there. It's not scary, just a bit weird, but sometimes I definitely think it's my mom checking on me. And I responded and said, I have so many things to say about your email. Thanks for your insight. I understand the transfer of energy thing, and it's actually something I've never talked about with anyone else. And so I sent it to Sadie, and I will now read it on this podcast. 
Uh, the night my mom died, I felt like I felt her energy flow into me. I was sitting there talking to my brother and it felt like I was suddenly getting a download from my mom. My mannerisms and the words that came out of my mouth weren't me. It was like almost like she was channeling it through me, but then it just stayed there. It's so weird, but to this day, I feel like I have behaviors that aren't me, but what my mom left with me. I don't know if this is something you can relate to, but I really perked up when I heard you say, I felt like my mom left me some of her energy because I feel like that too. And I've never heard anyone else say it. If you have anything more to add, I, you know, send it over. And that's true. It's like the night my mom died, she was dying. I remember talking to my brother and there was just this moment where like I was saying things that like I don't feel like I was actually saying and my hands mm -hmm. and stuff were like moving in ways that like I wasn't really in control mm -hmm. of and I like just was like this is my mom in this moment coming wow. through me and it was weird because she was like dying and a lot of times there's like that in between you know yeah. area where they have like a foot yeah. in each door and it was right. like right around that time. And to this day, like I have behaviors and mannerisms and stuff that I just, I've like late, lately I've been really into rock music and I just never was into rock music. And my mom really was. And lately I've just been like jamming out and I'm like, that's my mom. Like that isn't me. And like, I've become a way better cook immediately after my mom died. And that was all her. And like a lot of patience and kindness and stuff that like was totally my mom that I feel like she just left me. And then Sadie said, that thing, my mother, um, oh, oh my gosh, yes, the download was so real for me too. The night my mom died after it happened, I sat on the edge of her hospital bed and I felt like she was there. I talked with her and I tried to tell her it would be okay because that was her biggest worry. Uh, oh, I tried to tell her I would be okay because that was her biggest worry. Then I just felt this warm, calming sensation from that point on. I just felt so connected to her. I definitely have so many of her mannerisms that I didn't have before she passed. I'm much more confident, sarcastic, and I don't shy away from standing up for myself. All, all top tier traits of my mom that she always pushed me to have. And I also just liked this line that Sadie said somewhere else in the email. And I wanted to shout it out because I know this feeling. Um, Sadie just said, my mom was my absolute best friend in the entire world. And she always told me I was her best friend too. So just a little moment for Sadie and her mom. Yeah. Um, besties. That was kind of lame, but I meant it in a nice way. I meant it in a kind earnest way. <laughs> I know you did. Um, but yeah, I've been meaning to read this email for so long. And that line about being the best version of yourself just kind of fit yeah. in. And Sadie and I also were just like wondering if anyone else felt that weird download thing. And if anyone out there can concur, because I just really kept it to myself because it sounded fucking weird. And when I read that, I was like oh shit Sadie and I were like wait a second and then so we were just yeah. I don't know if anyone else felt like that but um yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that people do yeah I've yeah I'd be really curious if you if you want to write us in I'll respond in 10 days um <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll read it two months later yeah yeah that's the timeline <laughs> if you if you want to be part of that who wouldn't <laughs> um and then my recommendation is that podcast that I have been, it is called Monday morning, but it's M O U R N I N G dude. You're going to listen to this pod. It's like a better version of our pod. You're, you're going to be like, let's quit. Like it is so good. <laughs> it's so funny and so real. I think there's space for all of us, obviously, but it to me feels like <laughs> I want to befriend them. And I feel it's like what it we're is trying to do. 
I feel like they're also as loosey goosey and kind of like who fucking cares as us. Yeah. I, it feels like a companion podcast to ours. Like if we don't put out an episode, you guys should just go listen to theirs that week because <laughs> it's so good. And um, it's, so it's Monday morning with M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. I think it also comes out on Monday. They also have done so many episodes. They did an episode on dreams. They did an episode on spirituality. They did an episode oh, yeah. on holidays. Duh. Yeah, all the, you know, the Which really original, one. the original, really original ideas <laughs> that we have come up with, you know, talking about holidays without your dead person. Yeah, but. as experts, I recommend Yoga with Adrian, And I, I mean that. That's, she's incredible. She has a video for everything. She has a video f- for grief. Like oh, yoga really? for grief. grief yoga. She has yoga for loneliness, yoga for depression, yoga for PTSD. Um, and then yoga for like all the other shit yoga oh yoga for gardeners yoga for cooks oh, really? yoga for like um tech neck like she's really really amazing and every year um in january she does like a yoga series a 30-day yoga series so you can like do it along with her day by day every every january and then you can like do it whenever throughout the year um but her her style of yoga is just like extremely gentle extremely accommodating for all body types and all moods um and all like levels so if you're just looking for a way to um move your body in a way that feels good like emotionally as well as physically if you're trying to shake off some emotions like i really really recommend just like scrolling through her archives on youtube shout out i will link all of this in the show notes as i always do you want to talk about an acid trip has anyone been reading the show notes Um, (laughs) i love reading the show notes well any final thoughts my dear friend no just gotta get through it yeah the you know life just like (laughs) i was kind of thinking that when you said it i was like you know well it's like it's a big one there's no getting through it yeah you're just in it forever it's never not like soul crushingly sad, but I do think it gets easier. Your your soul adapts as much as it can. I think the part that never goes away is that it just always sucks that I can't like hang out with my mom. That's the yeah. part that I yeah. can't like, really well, the human part of it. It's the human part of it. Yeah, like the big picture like deep shit there's like room to be grateful and for growth but the like not sending my mom a meme yeah that sucks yeah the other day um there was something so simple that my aunt was like did you like did she like did she like like did your mom like adele did mama like adele or did she hate her like i have a feeling she hated her and i was like i can't fucking remember and that makes me want to fucking die dude literally the same thing happened i was watching food network and Val- valerie bertinelli who was like she ex- the hair. yeah kind of, she was like married to eddie van halen yeah i was like did my mom like her as because mom had opinions on Food Network personalities, and my mom was my a big... mom had an opinion on every single one of them. Yeah, the fact that you like your aunt was like, I think your mom hated Adele, makes me laugh so hard just to think <laughs> your mom like hated Adele. But I know, but like my mom would have either liked or disliked. 
Valerie. And I was like, asked my dad, I was like, do you know if mom liked or disliked <laughs> Valerie? And he was like, I don't know. I don't really think. Okay. Well then get the fuck out of my then, face. Yeah. Then like this convert, if you don't have an answer, then don't No, You don't understand <laughs> you know what, what I'm asking. Like? is um alex gernichelli my mama loved alex gernichelli yes, dude. <laughs> dude my brother and i want to go to her restaurant in new york because my mom I always wanted to go to her restaurant dude are you serious we butter? butter yeah we dude should go yeah your mom loved alex our moms would have been friends that's other fucking no, they would have. They absolutely all the time absolutely our moms would have been fucking friends. my mom loved gardening and cooking and like well, we weren't we weren't hosters. Our our house was not really conducive for hosting anything. But I think if she had had a house that would have been good for that, she would have done it all the time. Yeah, she's just a good really planner. good. She was really good. She's really creative. She had really good ideas and really good at executing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she did. Very creative. She could have done anything she wanted. I think. Um. Yeah, and. Uh... This and now she'll never cool do anything world. again. Yeah, I didn't know how to. That's what I was thinking, but not your mom specifically. Just kind of death in general. It's like, oh, yeah, could have been. It what could have been? Know. Instead, it's nothing. Well, yeah, every every painful thing in life is what could have been. Yeah, that's true. All right, I need to end this because I'm I need to edit <laughs> it and like. We need to be done. This needs to be done because I'm gonna have to edit it and like. It's already seven o'clock. It gets any sadder. <laughs> yeah, on a, it's getting like incredibly dark, which I'm enjoying it more. So something's yeah, wrong. I with know me. we had to, we had to go. We had to get here. We, we had, had to, to get here. here. We had to be here. Um. Well, yeah. genuinely, I've been thinking about you a lot. Um. And I mean that I've been I've been like actively sending you good vibes because I know what you're in Thank is really you. hard, and you're also going through like a lot at work and stuff, and like it's just a big stew pot of shit. And so, if anyone else out there wants to send Quinn good vibes, <laughs> I'm, jump I'm on the vibe them. train. <laughs> we'll take good vibes, Cassidy. I, yeah. Cassidy, <laughs> <laughs> accepting. Cassidy, we need you to make a graphic in thirty minutes tonight <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> okay well thanks for listening y'all yeah and thank you to the 13 people who have reviewed us on apple Podcasts. and if anyone else wants to hop yeah, thank on you there to you guys especially fuck everybody else. yeah fuck all y'all <laughs> if anyone wants to <laughs> post us on our inst it feels like actually a lot for me to come on here and start asking for shit when we haven't even been making episodes so i'm gonna yeah, back I away right to that. i don't have a right to all that <laughs> i should be happy we're not getting zero Maybe stars we should advertise our podcast maybe yeah maybe we should do it instead of asking something of you guys okay this needs okay, to end right. love yeah, right. all of you love, love you yeah. quinn thanks love for listening bye, bye.